Today's episode of Pushing Through is brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tay Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ just made it back from South Dakota, back in L.A., and we got some basketball to talk about, BJ. How's it going? How's the trip? How you feeling? How's how's everything in the world of BJ Armstrong? You know what? I was out there in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. The Pentagon. The Pentagon. Incredible time. The hospitality Mm. was phenomenal. Food, amazing. People, just spectacular. Yes. And had a great time. Didn't know what to expect. Um, it's been so long. I, I think I've been out there one other time, way like, I don't know, 25, 30 years ago for something. Mm. But what an incredible facility they have. And the people yeah. were just, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't speak enough about the people. So thanks again. I'm looking forward. I'd love for you and I to go back out there. As I was sharing with you before we got on air, I didn't realize you were so big in South Dakota. Like (laughs) I had people come up to me. Hey, you work with Tate Frazier? I was like, Uh, yeah, yeah. I work with Tate. I was like, Tate who? First of all, I was like, Tate who? And it was like, Tate Frazier. I was like, oh, I didn't expect it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Tate. I didn't expect to hear. Uh, Little did I know, BJ, my whole life I've been trying to pump up North Carolina and I should have gone to South Dakota. No, Those are you, my real people. You are a <laughs> South Dakota man. Those are your people. OK, <laughs> they do love sports in South Dakota. So Those I'll take that as a compliment. Your people. I mean, okay. literally, literally, I better have seriously all, all jokes aside. I better have five or six people out of nowhere. Mm. Oh, you work with Tate? Oh, you're wow. on a first name basis out there. You're not even Tate I, Frazier. I, you're, you work with Tate. They was like, oh man, he's great. Well, now uh, it's official because we got to go to South Dakota. So we're going to go to Sioux Falls. I'm we're going to watch some games in the Pentagon. I got to shoot in the Pentagon. I heard it's a shooter's gym. Oh so, man, it's an uh, incredible I like facility. I Now I understand. I mean, the facility up there, when I tell you it's top notch, it's top notch. I mean, it's, mm. a, it's an NBA facility. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, well, let's talk about some top-notch NBA basketball because last night uh, we saw, I mean, you know, probably not the top-notch when we talk about, you know, the 76ers because they did not play their best game. Joel Embiid in the second half goes 0 for 12, uh, was struggling a little bit. You saw a couple winces with his knees, but right now we got a tied-up series, BJ. The Atlanta Hawks were able to take care of home court in game four, and now we're going back to Philadelphia, 2-2 series. What did you see from the Sixers? This is the team that at the start of the year, we said this roster looks like a championship team, but it's all based on Embiid's health. And right now he seems to be wavering a little bit, but he's still on the floor. He's still playing. But again, last night uh, he was not able to finish, had a nice opportunity with seven seconds left to go. Doesn't fall for him. And now we go back to Philadelphia. It was a very unfortunate situation for the Philadelphia fan base. Yep. Yep. 
They had an excellent opportunity to really take command of this series, go up 3-1, really take control of this with the opportunity to go back to Philly and close it out. Give the Atlanta Hawks credit. Yep. They bounced back. They made some adjustments. They did some things differently. But more importantly, they found a way to win that game. And even though they didn't play, I didn't think they didn't. I didn't think they played especially well during the course of that game. But they found a way to grind it out. And that's mm-hmm. always a good sign. That's always a good sign. To, to That's always a good thing to see. Now, I'm a little concerned now, Philly. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> see, I was waiting for this. Midas is now he's reeling. I'm a little concerned now, Philly. <laughs> and I, wh- why am I concerned? Is because this Atlanta Hawks team has proven really all year, but in particular in the playoffs, that when they shoot the ball well, they have a chance. And they have mm-hmm. shooters. Yep. They have shooters. Now, what you what you saw in game four was Philadelphia made a, a conservative effort to stop their shooters, but it allowed them to play over the top. I thought I was watching a dunk contest because it mm-hmm. seemed like the Atlanta Hawks were just dunking every single time. They were lobs. Yep. yep. John Collins. John Collins. Clint Capella. Clint Capella. It was yep. a dunk contest. Okay. So clearly, clearly the Philadelphia 76ers understand that they have to get out to shooters, but it's opened up the ability to, 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 you know, get penetration. And Trey Young <laughs> did a phenomenal job of distribution. He had like, what, 18 assists or something in yeah, the last I think game? So. Okay. Yep. So now Philly has to be aware, but we know this other team that can shoot. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a battle of the wheels now. Game five, traditionally, whoever wins that game will probably win the series. And this is going to be a tough game. And Atlanta has every reason to believe that they can win in Philadelphia because they've already done it once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, a highly contested game. And Joel Embiid has to give me a better effort. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He has to give me a better effort if Philadelphia is going to be successful because there isn't an answer for Joel Embiid in the playoffs. I'm going to say that right here today. When Joel Embiid is at his peak or mm-hmm. somewhere near it, there is not a player or team. There's no answers for Joel Embiid. Yep. But when he's not, mm-hmm. the team is beatable. Yes. Now, I don't know what happened down there in Atlanta in between game three and game four, but something happened. <laughs> well, Please. Embiid said he wasn't feeling great uh, before the game. Uh, at one point during the game, he went to the locker room and a lot right. of people were worried about potentially an injury with his mm-hmm. knee. Elton Brand goes back in the locker room. He comes out. He gives kind of a wry smile to Stephanie Reddy, who reports and says everything is fine. Uh, but then Embiid, like you said, goes on to struggle the rest of the game. Sure. And you hope that he's able to find his footing and get back to, you know, some sort of, you know, top form. Because like you said, I mean, DeAndre Ayton's the best big left that can match up with Joel. Embiid and you talk about the experience between those two advantage Embiid so if he stays healthy there's no answer Embiid to me is an X factor in the playoffs if he is playing and he doesn't settle Mm -hmm. for threes and fadeaways and because he can do whatever he wants to do yes he can get that shot at the elbow every time he wants but if he goes down and says I'm going to be the most dominant player in the playoffs Mm -hmm. There isn't a player or a team. <laughs> there's there's nothing you can do because you can't play small ball against him. He's too quick. Biggs can't guard him. He's mm-hmm. too strong. He's mm-hmm. got great touch, great hands, and 
he can dominate on both sides of the ball if yeah, he pleases. And he, and he can foul your big out. That's what I'm saying. He now, if he, you know, if he starts, you know, playing around or whatever he does, you know, he's a fun guy. You know, most <laughs> yeah. bigs are. You know, I, I love the bigs. You know, if he does that, you got a chance. But if he's serious, I, I think he's the. I think he is the most dominant player in the playoffs mm-hmm. when he wants to be. Yes, when he wants and, to be. And shortly followed by Giannis, right? And that's why that that would be a fascinating matchup because I think those two are are the two most man, dominant, right? When they turn it man, on, don't get me started on Giannis. Don't get me started on this kid. You know, you you, you know I, you, you know I'm a Giannis man. You know I'm a Giannis man. So, but but back to Philly. Be careful. Yep. Be careful because this little guy Trey Young and Bogdanovich. And and Hoyter, I, I'm a Hoyter fan, you know. I, yeah, I yeah. this this Kevin guy Hoyter, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, am I pronouncing his name correctly? No, Hoyter, Herder, 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 Kevin yeah, Herder, Herder, yeah, yeah. Herder, Danilo Gallinari. They can shoot a little bit. They can and shoot Herder a little started bit. Started game four, and it was That's a nice. It was a nice move. These can shoot a little bit, you know. So I think DeAndre is it Hunter. He got hurt, right? I believe he. Yeah, Hunter he, got hurt. Yeah, yeah in the Hunter, first round. Yeah, so he's going to be out. So speedy recovery for him. But yeah, I, I I'm I'm a little concerned right now. I'm a I'm a I'm a lot concerned for Philadelphia fans. I will say a fascinating part of this game was uh, Bogdanovich hit a three and the Atlanta Hawks go up five, two in this game. It was a lot of missed shots early on. And then Doc Rivers immediately took a timeout. And I wanted to ask you about that because you mentioned the shots and, and them getting hot. So it does seem like Doc is making a conscious decision to make sure this Atlanta team does not get hot in the first quarter and run out and get a big lead. Well, Atlanta... They're a young team. And many of the guys that are playing, this is their first time in the playoffs. They are a team that plays downhill and they seem to play better when they're playing downhill, like most players. Yeah, but yeah. Offensively in particular with this team, when they make shots early, it seems to like ignite them in a way. They get excited when they make shots. No, I was really impressed with the win yesterday because they had to grind that game out. They they were down big at half. They continue to fight their way back into the game, and then they eventually they win that game. Mm. But if they start shooting that ball early, <laughs> they could spread you out, and they can isolate you, and then they can pick you apart. They really have some skilled players. You know, Bogdanovich. He's done it quietly. He's been a really, really nice option for the Atlanta Hawks this year. Mm. Nice. That was a nice pickup. And I always knew he could shoot, but his ball handling and decision making and his toughness, especially on the defensive end, has been exceptionally well. I didn't know he was that good of a player. I knew he was a good player, but I didn't know he could play the game at this level. So to watch him be able to handle the ball and distribute the basketball and do all those things has been, has been fun to watch actually. And you like to see these young teams, you like to see them play with confidence. And this is a team now they're playing with a lot of confidence and they have every reason to believe that they can win game five. And Mm. that to me is because it didn't have to be this way. They had that team beat and they should have beat that team there. And now we're in a three-game series, and it's anybody's game. Yeah, and Joel Embiid will be the one that we're all watching in Game 5 to see how he's looking from a health perspective. And obviously, like you said, if he turns it on and decides that he wants to dominate a game, um, that is 
that is good news for the Sixers fans. I want to talk about the Clippers as well, BJ, because they go down 0-2. Um, a lot of people saying, uh, you know, they're, they're done again. Uh, they go back home. They win two games. Kawhi Leonard, um, you know, has a great performance last night, has a huge dunk that Joel Embiid famously now all over the internet, BJ. Joel Embiid's like, you know, was impressed with the dunk. He was doing his post game and saw Kawhi do that. Uh, but all in all, the Clippers seem to to be back, uh, you know, maybe back in the driver's seat in that series, and they're heading back to Utah right now. And uh, Mike Conley dealing with an injury that's kind of stifled uh, the Utah Jazz offense a little bit, especially the pick-and-roll stuff with Rudy Gobert. But what have you seen from the Clippers? And uh, it does seem like Kawhi Leonard is a man on a mission right now. Well, where do we want to start here? <laughs> okay. A team goes down 0-2, and suddenly yep. the series is over. Right. If you would have heard to all the pundits and all the people, it, 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 it feels like it's at a, it's at a different level this year. Right. Yeah, DJ? OK. And, and, and I know why. I know why. OK. I know why. When the Nets go, went up 2-0, mm-hmm. series is over. Yep. Clippers go down 0-2. Series is over. In both their series. Right In now. both of their series. OK. OK. <laughs> Now, here's what here's where we went wrong. We got used to watching this bubble. Mm-hmm. And we forgot about home court and we yep. forgot about fans. Now, Tate, I want to say something here. And I don't, you know, I know everyone's distracted and doing other things, but everyone, I want everyone to listen if you can right now. What you're seeing in the playoffs. Is the is the first time in over a year where it's been basketball and it's resembled how it used to look because now you have fans in the building. Yep. These players went from playing in the bubble in front of no one to playing with small crowds during the course of the season to finally they're playing in front of packed houses. And mm-hmm. now suddenly the game is going back to its original form. The role players play better at home than they do on the road. You know all that. Remember all that shooting we saw in the bubble? You're not seeing that now. You're seeing 80-point games in the playoffs. You're seeing the home teams now beginning to win at home. And you're seeing how difficult it is to win in this league on the road. So slowly but surely, with the fans back in the building, the game is returning back to form. We keep yep. saying old school, new school. And I always tell you, Tate, it's true school. It <laughs> is what it is. As much yep. as the game changes, it remains the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is why Joel Embiid, when he wants to be, is unstoppable. Okay. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> the home court does matter. Yes. And I'm going to say this. I enjoy, and maybe I'm, I'm, I'm extreme. I always enjoy playing on the road. On the road. And the reason I enjoy playing on the road, I hope my family isn't listening, is because I didn't have to deal with my family. <laughs> I didn't have to deal with tickets, yep. who's getting to the game, yep. parking passes. Yep. You had other errands to run at I home. Didn't have, when I walked in the arena, I didn't have to talk to nobody. I could just keep my head down. Back then, we yep. had Walkman. Remember Walkman? No, you probably <laughs> yeah, too young. Yeah. We had no, our no, Walkman. I, I know what it is. Yeah. The Sony we, Walkman. I, I, would, I, I would walk in. I, I didn't have to deal with anything. I didn't have to worry about you know, driving to the game. Yep. I just got What time is the bus? That was it. I didn't have to worry about food, room <laughs> service. I just, it was easier for me. 
Yep. I enjoyed the role. If you could let me play 82 games in a row, that was me. Because it was just easier. <laughs> I didn't have to deal with anything. I yep. didn't like playing at home. I wasn't a homer. Like, I probably played better on the road than I did at home because it was just too many distractions at home. Yeah. What I love now about the playoffs is it's, you can see the coaches coach different at home. You could see there was a difference between Coach Bud in Brooklyn mm. and Coach Bud in Milwaukee. Because Coach Bud in Milwaukee, he has swag. Mm. Okay? Yep. So the game is returning back. The fans make a difference. So if you really want to help your team right now, it's time. Yeah. You get in that arena. It's going to be tough for, for the Clippers to win in Utah. It is. It's a, that's going to be the, why? Because they have a phenomenal fan base. Okay. Yeah, the crowd is wild. The crowd is wild. Now, we need Paul George to play well because Paul George, now I, I'm going to say this about Paul George. You know, I know he gets a lot of flack for the nicknames, so forth and so on. But I'm going to say this about Paul George. Paul George is an exceptional basketball player. Absolutely. He really is. He's an exceptional. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, 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 he's, he's, he's very talented. If there's one part of Paul George's game I wish, and, and, and I, I hope he's listening. I want to see Paul George just grind out a game. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he scores 30 points or not. I want to see him grind the game out. If there's one thing I, I want to tell Paul George is don't allow or don't let scoring affect your contributions to the game. He's too mm-hmm. good of a player. Who cares if he scores 30 points? Grind the game out. Because if he grinds that game out, the Clippers are almost unbeatable. Yes. If he grinds the game out. When they get in the trenches together. When he and Kawhi are in the trenches together. Because think about this. If Kawhi, every time Paul George plays decent or is good, the Clippers are going to win. Yes. It doesn't, you can win if if Kawhi doesn't play well. Because he can Mm -hmm. grind the game out. Mm Mm-hmm. Paul George, just grind the game out. Don't let it get in your head. And I think that's why it it, it comes to that whole internet, like, you know, yeah, phenomenon I just that you're talking about. Grind the game out. Like, yeah. you're too good of a player to have to rely on scoring. You're not yeah. like a, you're not like a, a like, like, like a, 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 one of those players who, you know, you got to shoot the ball well just to contribute to the game. You're yeah, not your a specialist. Defense isn't your offense. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not a specialist. You no, are an the, elite player in this league. Yeah. Play like two it. ways. Yeah. Who cares? If you don't shoot the ball well, so be it. Have that, five steals. You can affect the game so many. So mm-hmm. if Paul George goes there in Utah and grinds that game out, because it's going to be it's going to be difficult to play well offensively. This yeah. place is going to be rocking. The, the the bench is going to play better. Gobert is different in Gobert home as well. Gobert is going to play. Yeah. They're going to, the referee is going to be a little different. Everything's going to be, they're going to have more energy. If Paul George can just grind the game, I don't care if he doesn't score. He doesn't have to score for them to win. That's He, mm-hmm. he probably doesn't know that, but I'm going to tell him this. He yep. doesn't have to score for them to win. But what he does have to do is be ready to grind that game because he has an advantage athletically over Royce O'Neal, Joe Ingles, Bogdanovich, and all those other guys. He's bigger than Jordan Clarkson. He's bigger than Donovan Mitchell. Yep. 
and then allow the game to just play itself out. I think it's going to be a great series. It, it's already a great series. You know, you're seeing this coming out party of sorts for Donovan Mitchell. And now uh, he deserves know, he deserves the credit for how he's been able to score. Yeah, the he's been he's been scoring the basketball. He's been uh, amazing. But this is a big game now. Mm-hmm. And this is this is where the big boys play. This is yep. this is a big boy game here. Mm-hmm. This is a big boy game. Now, make no doubt about it. Now, everybody talk about the first two games. Da, da, da. This is a big boy game. Yep. And Kawhi Leonard, you know, hopefully he's okay. Knock on wood. Look, he got banged up a little bit last night. He did say he, he got asked about it in the post game. He said he was fine. Yeah, so. he said he, he said he's fine. You know, I, I've said I've said a lot of things in, in post game and pre post game and pre game interviews. Wait a I've second, said a lot BJ, of things. You're yeah. saying they're not always saying the I'll truth. I'm saying, hey, 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 hey. You know, if you hurt, you never say admit what you gotta it. say. You, you yeah, do what exactly. you got to do, so you can do what you want to do. Okay. Yep. Yep. Facts. It's gonna be a great game. I think. The arena is going to matter. The arena is going to matter. That's the one thing people underestimate about the playoffs. So I think Mm -hmm. as I'm watching all the experts and people, we have really forgot how important home court really is and can be. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and I, I think this game five, both of these game fives, the Nets and the Utah series, I think this is going to be big time games. Mm. Now that I think about it, Philly too. So I mean, we we got ourselves, you know, we should the NBA. Now it's just big boy basketball. This is big boy weekend here. This is big boy week. You know, this is yep. big boy week for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And we got uh, the game five. I think everyone obviously it's happening tonight. We have you know all eyes on Brooklyn. We got the Bucks who in game. I thought three. you was about to go Tupac and say all eyes on me. You know, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> you say all eyes on Brooklyn. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> And here we are. We got, uh, you know, James Harden is apparently going to play in this game. Uh, okay. that, that's the latest update. So that's that's good news if you're a Brooklyn Nets fan. Uh, you know, you hope he's healthy and ready to go. And then from the Bucks side, I just have to say, I mean, P.J. Tucker, what he did in game four to Kevin Durant as far as disrupting, that looked like, you you said, B.J., familiar playoff basketball. That looked like familiar playoff basketball. It looked like something Deshaun Stevenson has done in the past. And, you know, the list goes on and on and on. Dennis Rodman on your team. You know what I mean? Like, we, we can keep going with all these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, P.J. Tucker, yeah, Pete, I want to say this about P.J. Tucker for, for all of our young listeners out here. P.J. Tucker's contribution to the game, you know, you, you may, he, he didn't have the most points. I he think this is probably the first points. time, yeah, yeah, I think it's the first time he scored in double figures the whole series. <laughs> yep. He's probably had like eight or nine points probably the first three games. Yep. But that is a winning effort. And that's what you, that's what the analytics can't measure, right? There's two things the analytics can't measure. And, and I don't have anything against analytics. And, and, and I know, we, you know, we talk about it here some. The analytics can't measure your heart. And it can't measure your mind. Mm-hmm. P.J. Tucker's heart and the effort that he put into that game. You couldn't measure it. I mean, he, he came there and gave a winning effort. He didn't have 40 points. You wouldn't say he had an amazing offensive game. But when mm-hmm. you look at the game and the, 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 the effort and the energy that he put into the game and how he prepared himself, that was one of the most beautiful things I, I've seen. Like, so much so that I can't, I can't count more than five times I've seen this actually happen. 
Kevin Durant rises up to shoot a jump shot and someone blocks it. Yeah, I, seriously. I mean, they, <laughs> I didn't even know PJ Tucker. Like, does he have hops? Like, I got to, I got to measure the guy's arm length or something. Like, I was like, yeah. I was like, wow. Okay, so again, this to me, young people who are watching the game. I mean, PER and all these things. That, that sounds great. Wind mm-hmm. shares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put your heart in the game. Yep. You know, I had a coach who used to always say, get your body in the game. Get your body in the game. If it was a loose ball, P.J. Tucker was on it. If it was yep. somebody to be, to be defended, P.J. Tucker was on it. Denying the ball. Second effort. Third effort. The guy literally got knocked out of shoulder injury. He was all over the place. That, to me, is what winning basketball is all about. All about. You can't measure that. Mm. You can't measure what he did. You can't, you can't teach someone to do that. Either it's in you or it's not. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can't measure your heart. You can't measure your mind. Clearly he had a vision. You can't, that wasn't a, a game plan. <laughs> that wasn't written on the board. PJ Tucker, you're going to do X, Y. No. <laughs> he, he was on a personal mission. You he, know was what I mean? a, he, he knew his role and he stayed in his lane. Yes. And when everybody understands their role and their contribution to winning, this is what you get. That was a winning effort. It was beautiful. Now, tonight's going to be a different game. Mm-hmm. But I can assure you this. If there's a loose ball, I bet P.J. Tucker, his body will be on that floor. Yeah. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. You know, is the size of the fight and the dog. And that's it, what they it, have it, been man. saying in North Carolina my whole life. So yeah, that, he, that, he, and that's where PJ is from. Yeah, that's where, <laughs> hey, get, give him credit. I, I think it's going to be a great game tonight. It's going to be a fabulous game tonight. But if you're asking me, Tate, not that you did, I'm going with the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm. I'm going with the Bucks. Yeah. I'm going with, it, because, it, it, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to go with the Bucks for one reason. When you when you stare down the end and you face all of your inner demons, mm-hmm. they had every reason to say it's over. See, I like that. That's when you find out about everybody. So you I can't tell who you are when you win. It looks good. <laughs> everybody looks good when they everybody win. Everybody looks good right now. You yep. know, you're celebrating, the fans show up at the airport, welcome you yep. back. You know what I mean? The Milwaukee Bucks now, they done found out who they really are. Mm-hmm. And not all of the true Milwaukee Bucks fans, we didn't clear the plate of all of the 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 the, the, the people who were just on the bandwagon to the real people because the real people, man, I I, I was looking the at the real Bucks. people were ready for Milwaukee. Yeah, you know I was I mean? like, ready ooh, to go back I was home. like this. Yeah, I was like, ooh, this doesn't look good. After the mm-hmm. first half of the, the game three, I was like, ooh, this not this don't look good. Yep. Okay. But I got to give especially the, the first quarter because they should have been up by about yeah, 40, forty points and they were up twenty. Yeah, I got to give the Milwaukee Bucks credit; they fought, scratched, and clawed their way back into their series. Mm-hmm. And right now, they don't have nothing to lose. Right now, I think they can finally do this. <sighs> yeah, now the See, pressure's back on Brooklyn because I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna tell you why. The best players to ever play this game are always instinctively very aggressive. Okay. They play off of instinct. They're not like intellectual where they're out there like 
They're not mechanical. Mm-hmm. They are instinctively aggressive. Giannis takes threes, and we all ask why. But I always say the same thing every time I watch him take a three. I go, he's still being aggressive, and mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> he's, he's also showing to a certain extent, like, you haven't rattled me. I'll still take this shot. I, I like it. Now, <laughs> yeah. at some point here, I don't know when, <laughs> he going to make them. <laughs> he make two or three of them. <laughs> it's a wrap. Now, I'm not saying I agree with him, <laughs> but I like his instincts mm-hmm. because it goes back to the thing I learned when I first started playing the game. Son, BJ, if you don't believe in yourself, why should I believe in you? Mm. The man's confidence is unwavering. I can hear the other millions of people going, why, Giannis? To Giannis's credit, he's maintaining the journey of a great player. He's mm. following his instincts. That's the key to being a great player. You, you always got to trust your instincts. Yeah. And when he does make a, 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 a shot or two, that's a game changer for them. Because it's also deflating to the other team because it's fine. Yeah, because yeah. they're going to have to adjust if he makes yep. it. You can't just let him shoot out there and he starts making them. And then you say, well, we're going to live with it. You got to do something because there's one thing I know about him, Tate, and I'm going to wrap this up with a nice bow. Nobody can guard him in the open court. Mm-hmm. Tate, nobody can guard him in the open court. Mm-hmm. Many have tried. We've tried no to wall. We tried to wall him off. We we've Tate, done. They've no, made the Giannis but, rules, but nobody, nobody can, stop can him. guard. So there is yeah. a body type I think that can guard him. At first, I thought it was the wall that we saw last year in the bubble. No, it's a body type that can guard him. You got to like be big, Blake. like Blake, yeah. and you got to be mm-hmm. big, like Bam. You got to mm-hmm. be able to take on the initial hit. Yep. Like he just can't bully Blake and Bam. He can roll him over, but he just can't bully him. Yeah. They he can take the adjust. issue. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got to spin off of those guys because he's exactly. just not big enough. Most of the guys, he can just run right through them. But there is a <laughs> body type. There is a body type that he just, you know, and we all have our, you know, things that we, you know, our little kryptonite. He just can't. That body type probably affects him some way. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but it does. Yeah. But if he makes a jump shot, that body type has no has no chance because that body type's got to come to the perimeter. Oh man, and there's nothing. And, you then, can do. and, and then we're dancing. Yeah, yeah, you know hey, I mean? hey man, hey, 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 and right now, and hey, he doing the hey, he doing the two step right now, right now. <laughs> hey, 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 he gonna come to he, and if you come out there and guard him, you you gonna be dancing playing with him. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm going with Milwaukee though. It's gonna be a great game. I think we're looking for some big efforts. We'll see how James Harden, you know, body holds up. Um, but you know, I, I think Milwaukee has they faced their demons. Hey, yeah, yeah. We had we, we everybody counted us out. So now they not what looking do we have to lose. Yeah, they yeah. not looking to. Hey, so what? They were they weren't supposed to be here anyway. Yep. So I think yep. the pressure is off them. The pressure is all on Brooklyn and. Why not? Why, why can't Giannis have one of them 40-point games now? Mm-hmm. 
He could I, have it like, like we I, saw I when he had forty nine points. Yeah, I just think I, I think it's I I think they are I I think they are prime now to win this series. Yeah, and that's how uh, you know a lot of people. It felt like after Game Four, and it's funny because after Game Two, you know, we were joking the series was over. So I mean, shout out to the Bucks for for you know having that fortitude and also you know be able to make this a series. And I mean, Chris Middleton was amazing in Game Three as well. We we said he needed to show some life. And the last time we talked about this series, BJ, we talked about possessions and slowing it down. And that's all Game Three really was when you really looked at it. I mean, there was an eighty point game, uh, and the, if the Brooklyn Nets are scoring at eighty points, and you obviously have taken away a lot of shots from them and that's what the Bucks did so yeah well the Bucks did a, a, did a very critical thing um, sometimes your best defense is your offense yep and there's a key word for the Milwaukee Bucks right now is patience and we were just talking about Gian, Giannis can get that three at any point he wants it within the 24 second shot clock the, the, yep. the Brooklyn Nets have clearly say, stated we're going to live with that shot but give the Milwaukee Bucks credit. They've shown an incredible amount of patience and having the discipline to make the extra pass. They're passing up good shots now to get great shots. Mm. Okay. That's the key because now you can dictate the game. If you have the discipline to say, you know what? I'm going to pass up this good shot. Tate. I got here for a great shot because Tate's open and get uncontested shots. We always like to say, you know, back in the day, Tate, how many uncontested <laughs> shots could we get during the course of a playoff game? Ooh. I mean, Tate, that's difficult to do. It's not like you're playing against a team after in game five and you don't know what they're running. Tate, I know what you're running probably better than you know what you're running. Yeah. Because I got to defend it and vice versa. Yep. But now the discipline is, do I have the discipline to make that extra pass? Mm. And that's what the Milwaukee Bucks, they were, they were terrific in game four. I mean, when you watch their team, Tate, they were making that extra pass. Yep. And if they can play with that same amount of discipline on the road, which is different now, Tate, it's going to be a packed house. You know, spread love. That's the Brooklyn way. <laughs> packed <laughs> house. PJ Tucker probably going to get it. some more fouls called yes. on him. You know. It's going to be tough to do it. But they have two cracks at it. Hypothetically, yep. because they got to win at home if they if they lose tonight, they got two cracks to, to get one win. They know they got to get one win. Yep. So if they can put together a solid effort on the defensive end, on the yeah on the defensive end, along with their uh, with their patience, I think it increases increases their chances. Now, last time they elected to play defense away from their bench. Yep. So they okay. can have offense on the second in the second half. Defense wins. Mm -hmm. You want your defense in front of your bench at the end of that game. Why? Because we got to stop this team. Because they're probably going to pay better. Yeah, yeah. We're yelling at guys in the corners. They're shooting threes. Like, we we have some sort of control on the end of the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I I hope that's what I'm looking for at the start of the game. Mm -hmm. Are you going to trust your defense? Not try to outscore the Brooklyn Nets. I yep. doubt if James Harden plays 40 minutes, I hardly doubt you're going to outscore them. I think that hopefully was a lesson learned in game two. We're not going to outscore the Nets. Hopefully we don't have to repeat the grade. Yep. But some of us do. 
But it, but it is true that the Nets in that game, too, they showed the patience that we're talking about the Bucks showing at home. So it's yeah. now we're going to see who's the most patient team on offense and who can uh, you know, have the confidence to make it work. Yeah, let's not let's let's let's, let's learn the first time on this lesson and <laughs> keep this thing moving. Keep it. moving. Absolutely. All right. Final thing, BJ, before we get out of here, I just want to touch on the Phoenix Suns. They sweep Nikola Jokic, the MVP, the, the Nuggets, obviously hampered by injuries. Jokic gave a, a valiant effort in this series. I mean, he had one game where he had 30, 20 and 10. Uh, but Chris Paul and the Suns, Devin Booker, uh, they move on. DeAndre Ayton was great in the series as well. And now the Suns wait. And uh, is there is there anything uh, when you look at the Suns? I mean, they, they you know, are, quote unquote, the favorites now. Um, but. You know, what What have you seen from the Suns well, and how impressed were you with this? Okay, week? so again, you know, as you listen today, everyone's saying now the Suns are the favorite. Yeah. Okay. But, but we're not going to say that here, right, Tate? We're going to be a little I, country. I, we're going to be contrarian, but let's... Let I don't, I don't think they're the favorites. Yeah. I don't think they're the favorites. I, I'm impressed, but they're not the favorites. So I'm going to say this, and you've heard me say this many times, Tate. You never trust being happy in this league. Yes. Never trust happiness. Now, right now... If you're a Phoenix Suns fan, you're extremely happy today. Mm. Right? You get a you get a five game but win in, in against the, the Lakers. You get a, a, a sweep against the Denver Nuggets. Life is pretty good right now. You're yep. in the your Western Conference Finals. You don't even go to the playoffs last year. You're in the Western Conference Finals. And you're waiting. Now you're just waiting. Hey, hey, you got rest. Everything's good, right? <laughs> hey, hey, everything's good. Gatorade. Hey. Yeah. Hey, we we hey, celebrate. You're in the Valley of the yeah. Sun. The lemonade yeah. is right there. The sandwiches yeah. are right there. Everything is good right now. Now, but here's the reality of the situation. Let's come back to reality. You beat a Laker team that's depleted by injuries. Let's call it what yep. it is. Yep. Injuries are part of the game. Give the Phoenix Suns credit. They handled their business. They did their job. They were on. They were attentive. They paid attention to detail. They won because they were supposed to win, and they took care of their business in elite fashion. The team was down. That's not their problem. They won when they were supposed to win. But let's understand: there was no Anthony Davis. Yep. I mean, and then LeBron James, LeBron's whatever version, whatever, of him. whatever. Yeah. What, Hey, whatever his percentage okay. is, he's get, yeah, whatever it is. You go to you, you advance. That's not that's not Phoenix's problem. Then you advance. You play against a team minus Jamal Murray. I've said it time and time again. Jamal Murray is perhaps the best player to not be in an all-star game thus far. But he is an all-star. Mm-hmm. It's an all-star level player. Okay. You don't expect to win at advance losing Jamal Murray. And you know I like this Denver Nuggets team. I thought Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets team, I thought they had an opportunity to win it all this year if they were healthy. Yep. But it didn't pan out. Injuries are part of the game. And give Phoenix credit. Okay, I'm going to give them credit for this. They went They went for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went, they went for, for the sweep. They, they went they, for the kill. They, they, yeah. didn't, they didn't wait around talking about we'll finish it. No, we're going no. for it and give them credit. Now, they are right now, they are playing terrific basketball, but it's not their fault, but they're not beating these other teams at full strength. Yeah, you, you just got to say it does all sound good right now, you know, but just tone just, it down. Just, and we get, but, but job's we know not what it finished. Is. Yeah, job's not finished. Okay, now, I, lo- I love where they're playing. I think they have an opportunity to win. I want to say that. I think they have an opportunity. 
but there's a lot of basketball to play. And at some point here, this team is going to be tested. Yeah, that's, that's the right. Key. Every, everything's been good so far. Now, I don't know when you're going to get this test. Maybe it comes in the first round like the Clippers. Maybe it comes in the second round. Maybe it comes in the conference finals. Maybe it comes in the finals. But <laughs> when you do get tested, we're going to find out all of your weaknesses. Right now, we don't know what the weaknesses are for the Phoenix Suns. Yep. And that's all I've seen. We've just been impressed by the strength of yeah, guys absolutely. like DeAndre Ayton yeah. and Jay now, Crowder and Mikael Bridges and these guys. Yeah, you brought up DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton, I will say this, and, and as I'm evaluating these players, DeAndre Ayton is the best third option in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He's the best third option in the NBA. Without question, the teams that are left in the playoffs, he's the best third option left in the NBA on both sides of the ball. And I don't care if the big three, if they're healthy, when you put everything, he's the best third option available because Mm -hmm. he can finish. He doesn't require any touches. Rim protection. Rim protection. (laughs) He can help screen roll. He's the best third option. Now, that puts a now, and he's the second best big behind Embiid. This guy is terrific. He can get you twenty and ten without a play. I don't yep. know if there's another player who can do that. Yep, with about four or five block shots. Okay, <laughs> this guy is playing some. Sp- he's been one of the unsung heroes. I think people in Phoenix appreciate him, but right now, take this guy is playing the game at an all time high. He just got done playing against Nikola Jokic, the MVP, and he did, he was he more than held his own. He held his own, okay. And that series, he was great in in the first you know in the in the first series versus the Lakers, but he did more than hold his own against Jokic. Yep. And that's no that's no easy task. Okay, that guy is clever. He's crafty. He could shoot inside. He's got a post game. But DeAndre Aiden, give him credit. So I like the way this Phoenix Suns team is playing. Monty is he's a friend. He's a friend of the uh, 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 he's friend of both of us. I mean, I think we both love him. You know, Coach Williams, you know, congrats to him. I mean, it's such a great year for Monty Williams. Yeah, Monty was, Monty was great. And I'm so glad that that he and Chris Paul had that moment. And and if anything, you know those two are saying the exact same thing that you're saying right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I mean, you know, uh, you know, great for those guys, right? Yep. Uh, For both of them where they've come. And look, it's so difficult. It's so, so difficult to win in this league and uh, for them to have this opportunity is a very special moment at any time of your career, let alone at Chris Paul's age for him to be playing at this level at this age says a lot about him. says a lot about the work he puts in the game and, you know, being a point guard, listen, you know, that's the one position where you, you, you lose a step. It's difficult, you know, I we've all said Chris Paul, maybe, maybe he hasn't lost a step, but for him to be playing at this level, at this, what he's 36 now, 37, somewhere around there. 36. Yep. Hey, hey man, that, that's, that, that, hey, that's, that's almost unheard of. 
Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, we, we give LeBron, I mean, and kudos, LeBron won a championship yeah. at 35, but like Chris Paul at 36, doing what he's doing in the fourth quarter, especially BJ, I mean, he's right, closing yeah. out these games. That's what I'm mean, saying. Yeah, yeah, you got to give, give, <laughs> give, give Chris Paul credit. So everything is great. I just want to say that to, to the Suns nation. Don't trust this. Don't trust it, though. You, there's yeah. a lot of basketball to be played. You still got to get eight more wins. And, 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 and it's going to be tough because these teams are going to get better. I was going to say the two teams to me, like you mentioned, the, the, the teams that have to look down the barrel or have had to look down the barrel so far in the playoffs. The two teams that stand out to me are the Clippers. The Clippers have had to stay on the barrel twice nice. now right. in both series. And then you look at the Milwaukee Bucks. So yeah. those two teams, we know who they are. Now they're going to bounce back. And, and, okay. So now you know those teams aren't going to push the panic button. Yep. And, and, and so it's a different game. So again, you deserve the rest. Chris Paul, I'm sure, is welcoming, welcoming all of the rest he can get at this stage. Yep. It's a welcome sight for him. Um, you know, unless they play Utah, they'll have home court. But I think for them, Tate, if they had if, if they would prefer to play one team, I would think that they probably wouldn't say this publicly, but I think they would prefer to play the Utah Jazz. Mm, for sure. I think I they think would prefer. I, I, I agree with that. Even though they're the one seed best record in I basketball. I think they would prefer. I think they would yep. prefer to do that if you if you were saying, if, if you asked them privately, a little locker room talk. Yeah, we would rather play the Jazz than play the Clippers, but we'll see how it turns out. But, um, you know, give them credit. I want to give the Suns their time. Literally, I want them to have their moment in the sun. Literally. Yes. Yes, because Let it's been a long it's been a it's been a long time coming. You'll take it however you can get it, but watching this game, knowing you know it, there's a, there's a lot to be played, there's a lot of basketball left to be played, and uh, it's, it's only going to get tougher as we go along here. And it wouldn't be shocking, BJ. You know, uh, just stripping everything down, talking about the two teams that we've seen stare down the barrel, and you talk about their best players. I mean, it's not shocking to think that Kawhi Leonard is versus Giannis Antetokounmpo in the finals. You know what I mean? <laughs> just based on those two <laughs> players and what they're able to do. And, uh, that's, a, and that's, so, a hell of, that's a hell of a matchup, man. That's, that's a hell a, of a that's a hell that, that, that's that a, hell a battle. That's a, that's a hell of a <laughs> hey, you know what. That's a that's a hell of a matchup. That's a hell of a matchup. So I would not be shocked. I like that. I like that. Uh, you know, who's looked down the barrel so far and who can bounce back. We got two teams that have done it. We'll see, uh, you know, what happens with the Philadelphia 76ers. They're getting close, uh, depending on what happens in game five. Can they bounce back? Um, that's all I got, BJ. Anything else before we get out of here? <sighs> Tell you that, as I was watching that Milwaukee Bucks game. <laughs> I was shouting to my I was shouting to my TV. I said, Bucks, Bucks fans, winning water. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> you gotta make waves. Hey, and the Bucks made waves. Cause right now, That's right. hey, they for all intents and purposes, we counted them out. Yes. And give Everybody. them give them credit, man. I you know what? I don't care really what happens the rest of this series. It's one thing I know about the Bucks. They're going to fight and I'm going to give yep. them credit. And that, and, and that to me, like you always can't shoot well. You always can't play well. But I give that team credit, man. They, I mean, they lost by 50 points, Tate. Mm. Tate, they were down literally. How many points <laughs> were they down in game two? Yeah, I mean, they got down by, I think, 47, 48 at one point. Yeah. Tate, that's hard to overcome, man. Tate, okay, you lose 47 during the regular season. You could be like, okay, man, that was, 
hey, maybe we 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 hung out too much in in Miami the night before or Atlanta or wherever. You could take you're at a playoff game and you lose by 50. Mm. Do you know the amount of detail that goes into a playoff game and you come out and lose by 50? I mean, you got to work at that tape. That's, that takes yeah. hard work. So I give those guys credit, man, for. I don't know who you blame after a 50 point loss in the playoffs. I don't know who and, you blame. I don't know what you say. That, that's kind of the impressive part, right? They didn't see. It doesn't seem like they blamed anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that who you play, right? You know, but I give those yep. guys credit, man. I give them credit. And for them to come out and give that type of effort to get back in this series, it, it, it was one of the more impressive things. So for me, they are a championship caliber team. Now, there's a lot of things that have to go your way. You got to get a lucky bounce. You got to mm-hmm. hit, you know, big shots, get the right stops. Yep. You know, things just got to, you know, you, you, you work hard, but you, you need a little luck, too. But I'm going to give them credit. Man, I, I didn't know they had this in them. I yeah. didn't know they had this in them. And, I, and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm excited. I'm really excited for game five. So uh, let's get it on, Tate. Let's get it on. Again, if you're in water, make waves. This is Pushing Through, and we'll see you later in the week. 